Okay, we are in Sefer Yechezkel, Perikhof Beis, Pasuk Aleph, the familiar Vayehidavar Hashem Eli Lemor. So we have seen in the last few Prokim a devastating, depressing indictment of B'nai Yisrael for violating the concept of Avodah Zohar, for being just so deficient on those mitzvot of Ben Adam Lamakom, between man and God, that there's virtually no hope for them. The uh, destruction is, we say, four years ahead of the prophecy, and Tshuva seems to be out of the question, even if it would help. But you may well raise the question, while we've been concentrating on Ben Adam Lamakom, what about Ben Adam Lechavero, uh, man to his fellow man? And we know that that is as important, if not some of the say more important, than Ben Adam Lamakom. Well, today we're going to see that B'nai Yisrael is just as deficient and just as negligent in Adam Lechavero as they are in Adam Lamakom. So the question is, what is this about? If it's hopeless, there's no chance of tshuva. Why are we keep stressing it? And more interesting, there are mafashim that say this parak shows God's greatest love for His people, that He is going to restore them. And the question is, where do you get that from? How? There's no promise held out of being saved from a destruction of both the bias, of both Yerushalayim, of both the exile, of both mass killings in this chapter. Where do you get it? And it's a very interesting metaphor that the Mephorshim hit upon that we're going to see later in the parak. We may not reach it today. And that is the metaphor that B'nai Yisrael is like silver or gold or some precious metal, precious to the Kaddish Baruch Hu, that somehow became dross. It lost its whole value as metal. It's just sheer dross. And so what do you do? You put it back in a refinery, as it were, to reconstitute it together. And that is what the Kaddish Baruch Hu is saying. The only thing that is going to save B'nai Israel, not from this invasion and catastrophe that's imminent, but rather if you take them and put them in that heated cauldron, which could be gullus, it could be bavel, it could be persecution, the destruction of eyes, then and only then can you reconstitute them. And so that's what gullus is, say the Mephorshim. It's a kapara. It's a illustration of God's love because he's not abandoning us. He is just reconstituting us and seeing that we are restored in terms of kapara. So we're going to come to a very interesting metaphor of that kind in just um, a few uh, sentences. In any case, now Kaddish Baruch speaks to Yechezkel. And now Yechezkel, Tishot HaTishot Es Ir HaDamim. Will you not, or you must, give tochacha to the city of blood? Rashi puts ir hadomim in one word, Yerushalayim, the, the city that has shed so much blood. 
and announce, give public notice to all its abominations. This city that has shed so much blood in its midst, that has come upon it, uh, in other words, what's come upon it is now gullus and destruction. But you have done gilulim, gilulim, we have learned as a synonym. That has made you impure. Let's talk about the murderous part first. That Ir Shrikhazdamim says uh, Rashi that this and Mavarshim, this is the worst part. Ir Dhamim. Uh, let's read the Radak, if I may. Even though it's a city of Avodah Zorah, and there are terrible things going on. The greatest sin is spilling innocent blood. And we learn, we learned about the evil King Menashe, after reciting all his Averos, the Navi says, That was his greatest sin, he spilt innocent blood. The Rambam in Mishnah Torah, on his chapter on uh, Hilchos Rotsea, the laws of the murderer, constitutes murder, homicide, as the greatest Avera one could commit. Moreover, says the Rambam, when you have murder, you have an absolute dismembering, unraveling of society. You cannot have a rational, civilized society where there is rampant murder. And he devotes a lot of time to that. So we see murder is prima inter pares, the first among equals, as it were, among Averos. And they are guilty of that. Lavo Ata, the Pasuk says, Shadomim Goram law, Lavo es Harbana. It is the bloodshed. In the last analysis, it is the bloodshed that caused all the gullus, all the suffering, all the destruction. So not not Avodazara? Not Avodazara. Exactly. Fortune say, I could abide the Avodazara. I could but but I cannot abide murder, senseless random murder. And there must have been plenty of it. But we but we just went through a description of Avodazara as being the, the dispositive sin. The downfall. Yeah. But the Ramaphosha said that, yes, I could have abided the Avodazara. That could have been, you know, as it was, we saw it was rooted out. But murder, where society is killing itself, and you're going to see there's a whole laundry list of crimes between Adam Lachavero coming up. Continues, You are guilty because of the blood you have spilled. There's your answer. But for the Avodah um, Zorah, you are metame yourself. You have just you have metamed yourself. The blood is what you are going to be punished for. But tikrivi your mayich 
Vatovo ad Shnosayr, Vatikrivi Yomayr is that the Shnos HaGolus, yes, was brought upon by both. I have made you as a, a humiliation in front of the rest of the Goyim, the Kalos HaLechol HaOratzos, an embarrassment to all the other nations. Um, Hakrovos Rachokos Rimech Yiskal Subach Tumas Hashem Rabbas Hamahuma. Those who are near you, the nations who are near you, the nations who are furthest from you, distant, they are just confused by Yiskal Subach. They are humiliated or they humiliate you. Tumas Hashem Rabbah Hamahuma. And the Tuma of the name causes confusion. Confusion as to what's causing it. The punishment causes confusion. You're at law, you're at sea. Hine Nisiya Yisrael. And now the Nisiya Yisrael, Ishlazaro Hoyubach Laman Shrochdom. The kings were the ones who spilled blood. Yoyokim, Yoyokim, and of course, most of all, Menashe. That Menashe was the biggest spiller of innocent blood. The streets literally flowed from the blood of people he killed. So it, that is what you have done. Now let's go to the and remember this. We know Gemara in Sanhedrin says the first temple was destroyed for what we call the big three: Avodah Shvichus Domim, the spilling of blood, and Gilu Arroyos, the averse um, between the, the sexual um, licentiousness among B'nai Israel, or ignoring of the laws of propriety. Of the Aim Hekilu, they have belittled mother and father. It could be the way they treat them, it could be covered of Aim, it is covered of Aim. La Gera Suba Oshek, they have treated the Ger, one of the principles of Ben Odom the the convert or the stranger that dwells in their midst, but Oshek, with just hardness and oppression, Betochech amongst you. Yosom, the orphan, the Almana, two of the most protected groups of people in the Jewish religion. You have persecuted him, Honuvach. You have just literally squeezed them, taken advantage of them. Kotche Bozisa, the Kotchim, now go back, it's not Benodam Machavera, Benodam Mamakon. The Kotchim you have violated, you have violated the observance of my Sabbath. We saw that B'nai Israel from the beginning, the first Shabbos, after they were given the laws of Shabbos, they violate the rules of Mon, of the manna, that they go out and collect when they're not supposed to. The second Shabbos is the Makoshe Shetzim, the gathering of wood, the person who gathers wood on Shabbos. In other words, the history is violative of Ben Adam la Makom, Ben Adam la Chavero, any way you want it. Anshe Rachil Hayu. Rachil is what we're learning, Rachilos, people that go around speaking Lushan Hara. And here, that's what they did. They went around speaking in a way not just harms the person socially, but could lead to his death. In other words, false testimony, setting up a person for crime, Hayubach, Laman Shwachdam, for the purpose of spilling blood, Harim and on the mountains you ate there, that of course we know Harim is synonymous with Abodazara. That's where they built 
those altars. They ate the sacrifices there. They have done just zima, horrible, horrible uh, murder and violations they have done amongst you. Ervas of Gilabach, the shame of their father they have uh, uncovered, which can mean nothing else but um, incest. They have done forcible incest on, on the fathers. Tzmeya Hanida Inubach, the sanctity of Anida, a woman in her menstrual period where you are not allowed to have relations, they have forced the relations, causing absolute tumor. The ish es eshes reyehu, your friend's wife, the adultery was just on a gigantic scale. Asa toeva made these abominations. The ishes kaloso, there were no rules of family propriety. It was so incestuous. In other Isha's Kalaso, the daughter-in-law was a victim of, of forcible relations by the father-in-law. Time Bizima, he he tainted her, he defiled her in his treachery. This could be his stepsister, which is a forbidden era, could be his sister as well, the daughter of his father. Inabach, he um, violated her. They took bribes, in other words, bribes not to just get a favorable result or bribes just to, you know, get something uh, accomplished at the government level, but bribes to kill somebody. The judiciary system was so corrupt that they could buy a person's life sentence or his capital punishment, which they did. Uh, to spill blood. Neshech. Neshech is lending money in usury, one of the real violations of Jewish law. Vitarbis, Lakachta, you took ribis, Vatipsi, you just oppressed relentlessly your friend, your neighbor. And I, you have forgotten. As the Bradak says, I'll call Averos. I have warned you repeatedly on every single of one of these Averos. You went after your Taivos, your lusts. You did not remember me. So it goes both ways. It's, it's against man, against myself, and therefore. You've forgotten me, Um, I clap my palms. We have learned that is a synonymous gesture showing public mourning. I too join in this public mourning. I'll be tzecha on your sins, your transgressions. Asher Asisa that you have done. And the blood that is in your midst. And we should point out that it's, it's strange to say, but the blood that is a public murderer, as opposed to one in private, believe it or not, is much worse, is judged on a harsher level. And you've done that. Can your heart withstand all these terrible things that you did in your your hands be able to strengthen to the days that are coming, what I am going to do. 
Dibarti Rasisi. I have spoken it and I will carry it out. I will scatter you among the nations dispatch you to the different countries and I will remove the tumor from you and that is the beginning of what we'll learn tomorrow that it's got to be a process of refinement the death, the punishment, the destruction the exile that I'm inflicting on you is the only way to be machaper on you I don't give up on you. I will restore you as a nation greater than before. And that's the Nechama. And I will take you as my Nachal again before all the eyes of the Goyim. And they will know that I am uh, your God. And so tomorrow we will get in Yitzhak 845 to that metaphor that to build you, to restore you, I first have to destroy you. 8.45 a.m. Ad Khan.